Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simen Tov Kuf Pei Vav. We are up to Siftes. We are on page Samuch, which is the page following 118. The Mechaber says in Siftes, Nisdak Lorochbo. Last night we discussed in the shear if the shofar gets cracked lengthwise, and now we're discussing if it gets cracked widthwise. So nistak lerochvo, if the width of the shofar gets a crack, bimiuto kosher. If it's a miut of the shofar widthwise, the shofar is still kosher. Birubo puzzle. But if it's the majority of the way widthwise, it will be puzzle. Ela imkein nishar mehasedek litzad piv shir tekiya dahainu arbo gudalim. Unless you have from the place where the crack happened widthwise, from there till the mouthpiece, there is a sheer tekiah, which is four thumbs, as we'll see more details about that measurement. So then it will be kosher. Says the Mechaber, if you have that size, which is going to be a tefach, or four thumbs worth between where the crack is and the mouthpiece of the shofar, then it's kosher even if the sound of the tekiah is not the way that it used to be. There are those who say the shofar is kosher if it has a crack widthwise, even if between the mouthpiece and the crack is less than the shear of a tekiah, but you have the shear on the other side of the crack going to the other direction. So let's see the Mishabur over here, beginning in Sivkot and Bemtas, Nistach Lerachbo. If you get a crack widthwise, Hainu Saviv Hakefo, this means a crack around the circumference. And the way you get such a crack is by falling down or getting banged with some kind of strength. If it's a miut of the shofar circumference that gets cracked, it's going to be kosher. This is not similar to what we discussed last night. We said last night there's one sheet that gets cracked lengthwise, even a kol shu, it's already going to be puzzle. As we discussed last night, the reason why lengthwise is a sheet that holds even a kol shu, will be puzzle already is because the blowing will cause it to spread and it's ke'ilu, it was already cracked the whole way. Mashaykin, when the crack is, is widthwise, so then the blowing is not going to spread the crack, and therefore, if it's on a miyot, it will be kosher. There is no shita over here that says it will be puzzle. Sifkata nun aleph. If it's berubo, it's puzzle. Elim came. We said if the crack is in the majority of the circumference, it's going to be puzzle unless there is a sheer tkia between the crack and the mouthpiece. Says the Mishabura, de baze afilu chashvinan lemiuta kemisheino. In this case, even if we consider the miut as if it's not there, meaning the majority of the circumference is cracked, so we view the miut that's not cracked as if it's cracked as well. And it's as if the whole shofar got cut off. Even if that happens, you view the crack around the circumference as if it went the entire way around and the rest of the shofar is gone. All you have is between the mouthpiece and the crack, you still have a sheer shofar, so you're good to go. We're not going to view the area beyond the crack as an addition to the shofar that will cause problems that we'll see later in Sif Yud Aluf. 
It's only considered an add-on in addition to the shofar if it was a separate piece that was connected afterwards. That's the problem that we'll see in Mitzvah Hashem tomorrow in Sif Yud Aleph. Here you had one solid shofar, it just got cracked. So the fact that it's connected a little bit beyond you know, the, the two parts, before the crack and beyond the crack, that's not a problem because it was one piece. It's only a problem of an add-on when it was a separate piece and it was added on. And therefore, as long as you have the sheer tkia from the mouthpiece to the crack, even if the crack is rove, because it's going to be kosher, because even if the crack will be the whole way around, the bottom part, the end part would fall off, you still have a kosher a chauffeur. Sivkata nundez nishar me'asedek, we said as long as you have remaining from the crack towards the mouth of sheer tkia, it's going to be kosher. The indibko bedevek afilu lo nishar sheer tkia nami kosher. If the crack is too close to the mouthpiece, that between the mouthpiece and the crack is not a shitkia, but that crack you fix up by putting some glue over there, that's going to be kosher. Just like we discussed yesterday in Sivches, when it was cracked lengthwise, we said it was okay. But says the Mishaburo, if you have another option, you have another shofar to blow, it's better not to use this shofar. Echad number one, Mipnei dasa sovrim l'el b'sivches, the devik lo mahani denechshav ke'enu mino. Number one is like the shita that we had yesterday that holds that glue doesn't work, it's considered eno mino and it's not a good fill-in. V'gam l'das Rabbeinu Yehonasan, the devik lo mahani b'mkom sedek. And number two, we have the shita of Rabbeinu Yehonasan that holds that glue is not good to fix up a crack. Now there is an interesting note over here that's no 56. He points out, This Meshavura needs explanation. As we know, this Meshavura is going on our Sif, and our Sif is talking about where it was cracked widthwise. And this Rabbeinu Yehonasan, where his, his sheet is brought down in the Sharetzion, it's a Kodapedalid, he's the one that says that glue doesn't help, he says that specifically in the case where the crack is lengthwise. And he gives a reason. Because through the blowing, the crack is going to spread the whole way. Even if you glued up the crack, the blowing of the shofar will cause that crack to spread. But if the crack is widthwise, there we know we're not concerned about a crack spreading. Mishibur just told us we're only worried about a crack spreading if it's lengthwise. If it's widthwise, it's not going to spread. The whole reason why the Rabbeinu Yehonasan says that glue is a problem because even if you glued it, he said it's still going to spread lengthwise and it's a problem. But when we're talking with the crack is widthwise, it doesn't spread. So who says Rabbeinu Yehonasan will say it isn't good? And therefore he says this Mishabur is a little schwer. I understand the first part he says in the parentheses that there is a shita that holds in Sivches that Devik is considered Enumino. But this sheet of Rebbe Nehonasan, it's very strange that they're bringing it in because he said his shita Tafka when it was lengthwise because it will still spread the crack. By shaking, if it's widthwise, the Mishabura told us already the crack doesn't spread even if you blow it, so that should not be a problem. Says the Mishabura Vaitis of Katan Nun Gimel. Litzad Piv. We said as long as you have a sheer tkia from where the crack is towards the mouthpiece. Litzad Piv Dafka, specifically going in that direction. Sherei Rowan Han Nista Kiman Because we can view the crack, which is over the way, as if it's totally cut off.
And if you don't have the proper shear towards the mouthpiece, if so, you're going to be blowing a shofar that doesn't have a shirtkia and it's not going to be good. So you need, according to this first shita, a shirtkia, a shir of a kosher shofar from the crack working your way backwards towards the mouthpiece. What is the shirtkia? So the Mechaber told us it is Arba Gudolin. It's four thumbs. Says the Mishabura Nandalat shall Adam Bainoni of an average sized person, Umodidim be Emtsaha Gudal. We measure it at the middle part of the thumb, the low Berosha Gudal Shasham Iskatzer. We don't look at the edge of the thumb where the thumb thins out, we look at it at the thicker part, the middle of the thumb. Vahushir Tefach, and this measurement of four Gudalim is the shear of a Tefach. We'll come back to that in a moment when we see the Biralacha. But let's see now, Sivkotan Nunhei. We said. In the uh, in this first sheet again, we said if you have this shear of four gudalim between the crack and the mouthpiece, it's kosher, even if it affected the sound of the shofar. Says the mishabura de logora minika velonistam. It's no different than the case that we had yesterday or two days ago that there was a hole that was not filled in. The Mechaber was of the Shita, that even if you get a hole in the shofar and you left it as a hole and it changed the coal, it's fine. Because any coal works for a shofar and therefore here also if there's a crack, if the crack is widthwise and you have the shear between the crack and the mouthpiece, even though the crack affects the coal, it's no different than a hole affecting the coal and it's 100% kosher lefi the Mechaber. We did have over there the Ramah that was more Machmir, Borashita that was Machmir, and they point out over here in note 61 that it's interesting and it's a Kasha why the Ramah doesn't bring that Shita over here. Here it's just left that it's going to be okay. It doesn't bring the Shita that he brought in that Sif where he said that if the cold changes, that it's not going to be good. Then we have the even more lenient Shita of the Yesh Machshirin Benishtara Filu Shalotzapiv. Even though till now we've been saying, that from the crack to the mouthpiece has to be a shirt kia. Then we bring a yesh machshirim, that even if from the mouthpiece to the crack is not a shirt kia, we have the shirt kia from the crack, the other direction, that's also going to be okay. Explains the Mishabura Sivkotan Nunvav, the Afal even though your size of a kosher shofar is from the crack and beyond. So from the crack towards the mouthpiece is really a chatzitza, it's a separation between your mouth and the real shofar. If so, you have a situation over here of a hefsek between your mouth and the shofar because the kosher shofar really only starts from the crack and going in the other direction. Still, says the Mishabura, we're not concerned about that. One min within the same min is not a chatzitza. Since the shofar is the same min as this part of the shofar, which is a chatzitza, and therefore even though the kosher shofar is beyond the crack, and your mouth is on the part that's smaller, the part that's smaller will not be considered a chatzitza. We don't view it as if it's cracked off. Says the Mishabura, it's possible you can rely on the Shita. Now there is the Biralacha, but before we get to it, I'd like to just do Sif Yud, which is shorter, and then we'll come back to the Biralacha. In Sif Yud, the Mechaber says, if you attach different pieces of different shofros, 
shofar puzzle. So you had different pieces and you attach them together to make one big happy shofar that is puzzle. Even if that piece of the shofar that you're putting your mouth on has the proper shear of a shofar, it's four gudalim, it's a tefach. And then you attach other pieces to make it longer, to make it nicer, it's puzzle. Says the Mishaburas of Kadan and Zayan, Divrek Shivrei Shofaros, Hainu, Afilu Lokach Shivrei Shofaros Shlemos Begulan Vidivkan. You took solid pieces, the circumference was whole, it was complete, it was Geshmak, and you attached these different pieces. Even if you didn't use any foreign substance, you didn't use glue, but rather you melted it down and allowed it to attach naturally, even then. Like we saw yesterday in Sivches, Even if the coal is exactly the same as it would have been without the attachments, it's possible. We said, even if the one piece that's closer to your mouth has a shiatki, it's no good. And you added on the other pieces. Why do you add them on if you had a kasher or a shofar already? Because you want to make it look nicer. So it should be long. Maybe you'll give a louder call than it would have given originally. The afal pekin puzzle. Still, it is puzzle. The atam, the reason is the shofar echad amarachman of lo shnei shofros. You have to blow one shofar and not two shofars. And here, you took different pieces from different shofros, you attached it together, however you attached it, however beautiful the kol is, that's shnei shofros, that's puzzle. Now let's go back to the biralach on page samach, the ramaskel arbo gudalim. We're going to jump around a little bit in this biralach, see a few different points. So we said that the shear of a kosher shofar is four gudalim, which is four thumbs, the Mishavura told us, measured in the, in the middle area, which is thicker of the thumb, not at the end where it starts getting thinner. Ayin betur, look in the tour, deritzgeus kosav shetzarech bazet tafach sochek. There's two types of tefachim, tefach sochek and tefach otzev. Tefach sochek means a, a smiling, a laughing tefach, when a person laughs, so his mouth gets wider. Tefach sochek, so it's a little bit wider, it's a bigger tefach. Tefach otzev is a sadder tefach, it's tighter, and therefore it's smaller. So the tour brings in the rizgeus that you need a tefach sochek, you need a larger size tefach. Ukalishna the Braisa, like the Braisa brings down in the Gemara Rosh Hashanah, Kedei Sheyeroe Mikan Mikan. The way the Gemara expresses the shear of a shofar is that you'll grab it and it will stick out on both sides. So that's a tefach sochei, because your hand grabbing is a tefach. If it sticks out a little bit on each side, so that's a little bigger than a tefach, that's a tefach sochei, and that's what the Ritzgeya says. So you see from there, the shofar has to be a little bit longer than his hand. And the tour, even though he brings the Ritzgeus that said a tefach sochek is needed, the tour argues and says that a tefach mitzumtzum, an exact tefach, is enough. Now, if you look at note 63, he explains, How do we understand the Brisa? The Brisa says, So it should be seen, you should grab it in your hand, you can see it on both sides. But if the shear of the shofar is going to be a tefach mitzumtzum, how are you going to see it on both sides? Bira beisyosei b'shem haran. Shelefisha shear tefach hu arba gudalim. Since the shear of a tefach we've been discussing is four thumbs, the hagudol hu hagodol shebeetzboth. The thumb is the is the widest finger. Nimsa shekesha oches biyado shofar shegodlo tefach. 
Since it's four thumbs, which is the widest finger, if you grab it with your hand, with these four fingers, so the shofar memela is wider than those four fingers. Because it's, it's not four of these fingers, it's four thumbs, which are bigger than those fingers. So memela says the base Yosef, it will stick out on both sides, no problem. Because you're grabbing it with the four fingers that are all more narrow than the thumb. According to the sheet of the reason why the Braisa doesn't say a tefach, but rather it says that you'll grab it and see it on both ends. It's telling us the reason why the shir is a tefach. The reason why we want the shir to be a tefach. We want it to be recognizable that you are blowing a shofar, that you see the shofar on both sides of your hand, so it's clear you're not just blowing your hand. If you can't see the shofar, it looks like you're just blowing in your hand. We want it to be clear there's a shofar there. And therefore, the, we give a funny size. We don't just say a tefach. We say it has to be appearing on both sides. Because uh, even though a tefach, according to the sheet, is always going to appear on both sides. Because a tefach is for, uh, for gudalim. And your hand is four smaller fingers. But it's expressed that way. So we understand the reason why it's a tefach. So you can see it on both sides. That's point number one in the Bira Lacha. Now we're going to skip a few lines and we're going to read uh, seven lines from the bottom. Veda, point number two. The Meirosh Besugyon, from the Russian Arsugyon Mavur, Sheshir Ze Eino Elamid Rabbonon. This shear of the four Gudalim is only a Shemid Rabbonon. Kedei Shalo Yomru Lutoch Yodahu Like we just said, so the people shouldn't think you're blowing in your hand. So the Rabbonon said, you have to have this shear of that you should be able to see it on both sides. Okay, however. From Tosas and Sukkah, it's clear that the shear of a shofar being a tefach is daraisa. So the Rosh says it's the Rabbanon, the Tosas says it's daraisa. Skip to the second to last line, Vedaud, you should know further, even according to the Rosh who says this shear of a tefach is only with the Rabbanon, there still is a requirement for the size of a shofar to feed the rush, and that is it has to be the size that you could blow a proper coal from. That shear would be daraisa. That's why we pass to the shofar of Irinidachas that has to be burnt up. If it has to be burnt up, it's the who doesn't have the shear. But you have to have a required shear to say that since it's only to be burnt up, it's keel, it's burnt up, you don't have the shear. So even the rush who holds that this shear of a tafach is the rabbanam, but he holds a smaller shear that you need to blow the shofar, that's the raisa. There has to be some required shear the raisa in order to say that it's keel, it's burnt up and it doesn't exist. There has to be a shear the raisa. One more point we'll see in line number five on page 120 in the Bira you should know. Here's an interesting machlokas. The after Lukuli Alma, even though according to everyone, Lididon Hashirhu Kedeshiel according to everyone, the shear is that you should be able to grab the shofar and it should be seen on both sides. Afal Pikain, even so, Lafia Muva Batur Uberan Misharin and Rakba Adam Bainani. 
The Ran and the Tour, they say that the shear is measured by the average size person. An average hand has to grab the chauffeur and it should be able to be seen on both sides. The Af Adam Godel, even a very big person, Sheshir Dalad Gudolim Shalohu Yosemitefach. His four thumbs would be wider than a tefach. The Imkain and if so, Kishalokeach Ashofer Biyado. When this big person grabs the chauffeur with his hand, lo yeira mikana mikana will not be seen on both sides. His hand is much wider than the average hand, and therefore when he grabs out to the chauffeur, it won't be seen on both sides. Afal You still don't need any more than the average size tefach. The average person can grab it, it will be seen on both sides, that's kosher. Even if the one who's blowing the chauffeur is grabbing it and you can't see it. But the rule is we go by the average person, not by the one who's blowing the chauffeur. But the ritva argues with the shita. The Tana in Nida and Parakamapelas says, It's just telling us the shear of an average person because that's what most people are. But if you have a bigger person blowing the shofar, the shofar has to be bigger. It goes by that person's hand. So for an average person, which is most people that are blowing, he has to be able to grab it. You see it on both sides. You have a bigger person, he has to be able to grab it and you see it on both sides. However, if you look at note 64 over here across on page 120, However, if you have a smaller person, where his hand is smaller, the Ritva writes over there, There you still need a tefach. So this Ritva is only lochumra that it has to be bigger than the average size for a bigger person. But not lochumra that it could be smaller for a smaller person. I want to just end with a Gavaldika thought that I... That I saw from a, a Ram Shore on this Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, really the Gemara Rosh Hashanah, Gemara Nida. The Gemara Rosh Hashanah says that Shia the Shofar has been discussing in this Bir Alacha that you grab onto the Shofar and it sticks out on both sides. So Ram Shore says a great shot, a Musar shot of why that's the Shia of the Shofar. He says Rosh Hashanah is, the, is really the, the, one of the main times, the beginning of Aseris Mechuvah, it's a time of tshuva. He says, what causes a person not to do tshuva? He says, there's two icker things that cause a person not to do tshuva. One is he looks back at the past, all the various he did is overwhelming. It's overwhelming. How am I going to do tshuva and all the bad things that I did throughout my life? It's overwhelming, I don't want to get involved. So a person doesn't do tshuva because it's too overwhelming looking at the past. Another person, he's ready to do tshuva, but he looks towards the future. He thinks, well, for the next 70 years, I'm not going to speak Lashon Hara, I'm not going to do Savera, that Avera. It's also overwhelming. If a person looks at the past, the person looks at the future, it's very hard to do tshuva. person has to look at today. person has to focus on that day. Grab the chauffeur in the middle, sticks out on both sides. Don't look at the sides. Focus on what you're grabbing. Just grab onto what you can. You do tshuva, take one day at a time. You grab on, make a short-term Kabbalah. And that's the way that a person can do tshuva. But Dafke says they symbolize the share of a shofar, even though really we see it's supposed to be a tefach. But why is it brought out this way that you'll grab it in the middle and you'll see it on both sides? Murami says you grab onto tshuva in the middle. Don't look at the past too much. Don't look at the future too much. You have time to work on the past. You have time to work on the future. But for right now, you work on the present. You take it slow. Focus on one day at a time, and that way a person can get closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shual Bezocha, to take this Eitzah, make small Kabbalahs, and try to get closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu one day at a time. Shikayach. You have been listening to a shir from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shirim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shir on any daf in Shas, including Mara Mekaymas on each shir, 
please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.